This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Being your best self feels good for your loved ones and for you. Visit betterhelp.com slash gen2gen and get back to being you. Into it, yeah. Another episode, Matthew Espinosa. How are you doing? My good buddy, my one of the my favorite people in the whole white world. My favorite of the workaholics boys. It's not hard to be that. (laughs) (laughs) He ain't lying. (laughs) Yeah. God, the way one of my favorites, Blake Blake Anderson, is on the show. Thank you very much, my friend. Gonna touch you. Thank you. No, I love you. I (laughs) thank you for being here. I love you too. You've been a very. you know, my favorite story. Okay. Well, so I'll tell it on Jen to Jen because I haven't told it on Jen to Jen. My favorite story is I um, I go to the audition for Workaholics, mm-hmm. and I, I show up a day early because I did read the thing wrong. You're mm-hmm. so excited, huh? And I'm looking oh, around. I want, actually, actually, I wasn't excited. That, that, what? That, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. No, wow. You're, right. you're, Sorry about that, man. No, no, no. You're thinking about <laughs> what, it, what it became. Oh, okay. That's When you true. read that on paper on the first night, you were like, this show ain't never going to get wow. picked up. <laughs> You had good. You had funny sides. What the f- are you talking about? No, they were. I was excited about being like this. My first thought was they're gonna let someone say this on TV. Mm. So that's why I really put a lot into it because mm-hmm. I was like, I would love to be able to say this crazy nonsense on TV. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Because that's that 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 the, the the audition for that was the you know. Uh, I woke up at five in the morning and, you know, had sex with my wife. It was right. like this long soliloquy <laughs> about having sex with my wife. So yeah. I was like, really? But anyways, I show up early. I, I misread it. I'm walking around looking for the audition. I run into this guy. In the, mm. like, snack room. You were, like, stealing snacks. I would. <laughs> it's like, I guess here we since go. I'm here, <laughs> maybe I'll take some graham crackers. Is this crafty? <laughs> <laughs> and then he, I go, hey, man, I'm looking for, and he goes, he says, are you here for Montez? And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, that's tomorrow. You know, and now I'm all like, well, yeah, I mean, I like to, you know, come early. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to play it off. Like, I'm I'm here on purpose, you know. And then Blake says, always says to me, I don't know, I I, I half believe you. (laughs) No, no, I legit went right straight back to the writer's room because I was getting some string cheese or something. (laughs) And I go, I close the door, make sure, like, Eric can't hear, and I'm just like, I just met Montez. No way. (laughs) And they're like, what? And they're like, who was it? Who was it? Who was it? And I'm like, Eric. Griffin. You didn't know who I was. Yeah, and then Adam said, hell no. <laughs> he did. He's like, that guy is so annoying. I do not oh. want him on this. I'm like, really? I'm like, he is exactly Montez in my mind. Oh, my God. Yeah, Adam's like, uh, I yeah, I that. don't know, man. He's he's a stand-up. But I, I just don't know. So don't who know. all who all wrote the show? Because I know you guys all had, a, had that role in that, you know? And I know you guys have been doing YouTube videos and all that for a while, too. So who was the original, like... You know, where was the inspiration from? You know, who started it? The core crew was, like, me and the dudes. And then, like, since we had never done, like, anything as far as, like, professionally or a TV show, Comedy Central was like, you have to have a showrunner or somebody who has Mm -hmm. some sort of experience in the industry. So they gave us, uh, or, well, we picked Kevin Etten to be our showrunner. And he was Mm kind of, like, the head of Voltron, if you will. Yeah, and I actually feel like that's what made it great. Was the Kevin Eden? No, no. Thanks, man. No, no. <laughs> no, was the God, fact we're not that, even five minutes wow. in. You're no, just on a roll here. Was the fact that it, I think it was the fact that that you guys didn't have any experience, but just being oh, funny. Sure. 
I think that's what made this show great. I think it's what made it made um, it what it is. Like people ask, I get this question all the time. They always ask me, "What's your favorite episode?" Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. I always say it's the Office Campout. Mm-hmm. That to me is my favorite oh, yeah. episode of Workaholics because it encapsulates everything that the show is about. These three guys and their relationship and how they interact with each other, and that's what mm-hmm. made the show. And so it became like people's favorite show. It became like. It became like people's friends, the yeah, office. Yeah, it yeah. was like it was on that level for, yeah. for that generation. And so now I'm just like, you know, you look back on it because like, it's been over ten years now since we started, right? Yeah, dude, and then to see minute. you know, and to see you guys at the at Adam's wedding, yeah. you know, it just brought me back to that. I was like, oh yeah, this is like a really great camaraderie. That this isn't mm-hmm. like, oh, you were on a show or we were on summer camp and we never talked to the people again. Yeah. It was just like, oh, these are my friends. I love these people. And you know, that's the testament to like why I think why it was what it was. And, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, it, and it still is that because people are still finding it. Sure, sure. Right? I'm like astonished at like the amount of people that still are like, well, even like I feel like, uh, you know, with like quarantine and all that, people started to revisit shows yeah. that mm-hmm. they hadn't watched in a while. And a lot of people were just like, you know, I get messages where they're like, dude, this was a hard year. It was like dark. And you you were just like my comfort blanket. Like yeah. I went mm-hmm. back to workaholics just to like laugh. Mm-hmm. And it's like. I don't know. That kind of stuff is just like oh, that. That that I guess that's like why we do it. You know, just to mm-hmm. like hear those true stories where people are like, "You actually like helped me out of like a really depressing time." It's like, oh yeah, that's that's why we got into it. Make people laugh. Make I them know. smile. And yeah. it's so funny how the business beats you down and you forget that. Yeah, yeah. You know, the business you get makes, the whole reason why you got yeah. into it. Yeah, like the business makes it so it's like you know you're thinking about all these things and then you money. forget like. <laughs> For real, you think about money, you think about all this other stuff, you think about like, like, but what message are we getting across? You, you know, you think about like those stupid note sessions from the networks and all mm-hmm. these things, and you just go, Hey, remember why we're doing this? And then yeah. it, it, occasionally a fan will come up to you and be like, Hey, man, I really enjoy this or that. And I just, yeah, yeah. so I always remember that, you know, it's, it's yeah. been like a, I didn't think I, re, I didn't think that I cared about it as much as I did workaholics. For instance, until it was my last day of shooting. Yeah. You know, my last day, and then I was like, they had a cake or whatever. And I just was like, you know, got to tears because I was mm-hmm. like, oh, we're done. I can't yeah, believe that we I did know. this. And now I'm know? like pissed because I see all these shows that are like still going. I'm like, why didn't we just back burner it? <laughs> we were like just so precious about the show, at least like, you know, we just wanted it to always be good. Now I'm like, why didn't we just let it get really sh- and just like and collect. just keep it pushing. Yeah, just keep going. Some yeah. some seasons be good, some will be you, terrible, but You know what I think I think that you guys needed to you know, it's kind of like Let me know, man. It, this is like workaholics. <laughs> if my manager's listening. Now's no. the time. Turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, workaholics was your high school girlfriend. Right, right. And now right. you went you needed to go to you needed to break up with her, go to college, figure out stuff, and then you could come back to her sure, later and sure. be like, you know what, I've grown. And I think you all needed that. Adam needed it. You know, Adam yeah. went on to be like, you know Well, uh, yeah, it's easy to say for Adam. He's hell of successful. I'm over here fucking <laughs> making cartoons. Jesus Christ. What are you talking about? You're doing great. Yeah, I'm doing You got a great t shirt company too. Thanks, man. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> He's got a really great uh, what's the name of the thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, teenage. You could go to boardteenager.com, check out the gear. Yeah, it's got some really great design. <laughs> and stuff it's like you know your generation will love it yeah your gen's gonna be hyped <laughs> gen, gen to gen yeah you were asking earlier who came up with that idea and i'll, I'll definitely take uh yeah, it was, it was, definitely man. take credit on yeah. that well done man that you might how many days did it take you to come up with gen to gen man I, honestly it was a vision board it was a, it came to you in a dream <laughs> no yeah um i don't even know honestly the thing is i knew that i wanted to do it with eric 
Right. So, um, and then that's kind of when the whole name. Really, it was Eric. Jam. You didn't like like have a few people ahead of him, and then you fell on <laughs> Eric. Like he's like, I'll do it. Yeah, well, my, no, this is my workaholics <laughs> yeah. thing. Right I know, there. I love it. I, I had to audition it. four times for that <laughs> hey, stupid show. Shoot for Sinbad, land on Eric Griffin. <laughs> that's the key, my friends. We all have been there. I hate you. Well, you got you were talking <laughs> earlier about um how people had this uh you know where they were going back and this blanket of comfort for workaholics. Mm-hmm. Do you think that came from people not only loving the show but also maybe working in you know off like the office type space and they have this kind of relatability to it? Yeah, I mean, I think that was like the strong point. Even what Eric was saying, not only do you relate to the friendship of the show, you relate to the the dead end job of it all, or like a mm-hmm. job that you don't see yourself being in your the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not your just dream one job. to make and ends meet. And you're eight years in. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it gets comfortable, and next thing you know, you're just like, oh, yeah, I've been here for 15 years now. Holy, sh-. but this isn't the last stop. Well, the number one thing I always have people come up to me about workaholics is to be like, oh, oh that that's me and my friends. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> that's the big totally. thing. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. my buddy's just like Blake. My other friend is just like, you know, and I'll be like, okay, great. Yeah, you know? and then I'm like a little concerned. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, who's the Adam? You need to check him into rehab. This could get really ugly really quick. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what I just thought of? What? I just remember I saw you once at a concert. I'm trying to think of what concert it was. Mm, it was I at mean, the, been it was to at a the few. Jonas Brothers. Brothers. I was there last night. That's so weird. You said I saw him again. What? Yeah, I'm like, I'm one of the bros. I was at Jonas Brothers last night, dude. Wow. That's, no joke. That was my first ever concert ever when wow, I was like, fifth, not not the one at the Hollywood Bowl. That'd be pretty pathetic if my first concert was like 24 years old. But what? no, dude, that's cool. I mean, regardless, it was yeah, Jonas that, Brothers. That's your first when concert? Was when Jonas I was in Brothers? Dude, you got, grade, they yeah. rock, dude. They kill it, bro. They kill it. Dude, and by the way, Joe Jonas is looking swole, bro. Yeah. He's, He's so big right now. Yeah, they are coming back hard. Bro, he had this little tank top, glittery tank top on last night. His arms were just beast mode, dude. I was hyped. I was please, losing Please it. put a picture of him in right there. Bro, Joe, you look so good, man. I am so hyped on you. Like, woo. Dude, it's crazy, though. Yeah. Oh man. Love making going on. In oh here. man. It's it's hot. It's hot. And so that was your, what was your first concert then? My first like official concert is actually pretty dope. I went to the pond in Anaheim and I saw Elton John. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. How old were you? Uh, I was definitely like maybe seventeen. It took me a while to see like my first concert, but I remember like my stepmom and dad brought me, and I was like Elton John. Oh, sucks, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to see that. Yeah, but then I got there and like I don't know, like you just he gotta spoke, see Elton John. To dude, Elton John rocks, dude. <laughs> okay. Like straight up turned me out. Okay, listen, not I, like that, but I get it. Well, he could, he could have. <laughs> if he would have brought me backstage, I would have been like, Sir Elton, tell me what to do, bro. <laughs> Dude. There's a certain fame level that you go, okay. Yeah, you know like, I mean? come on. It's Elton John. It's like, some regular dude. It's like, this is Elton I could John. tell the homies and they'd be like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I saw Elton John and Billy Joel. Oh, that's sick. That's yeah, a dope I saw, combo. I saw that one. But, and I didn't realize, okay, so I, you know Elton John from playing the piano. Sure, yeah, it's, sure. It's like he plays the piano. Mm-hmm. Not like Billy Joel. Really? <laughs> dude, they call Billy Joel the piano man for a reason. And, I, and I, I couldn't, they were like, you know, battling back and forth. Yeah. And, Billy Joel's all like, <laughs> it's like one of those drum offs, but with a piano. Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, that's, that's actually- why you said because Elton John, I remember him like going under the piano, and like playing like this. <laughs> really? They're both amazing. That's crazy. But Billy, jo- he, I'm telling you, Billy Joel's like 
just about, you know. So well, I that's okay because Elton John has way better songs. My first concert. In my opinion. Yeah. You I think like, so? Yeah, his catalog is deep. Take yeah. a dive. I know it may not be your gen, but this gen <laughs> over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From one gen to the other? Dude. Check out Elton John. <laughs> He's like all jo- the Jonas Bros combined, basically. <laughs> wow. Elton Jonas. Elton Jonas. Yeah. He's sick. Dude. I, I'm sure he would love to combine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa. That, okay. I don't want big Joe Jonas. Yeah. Come here, Elton. Yeah. <sighs> I, my, my first concert, my first concert ever was in 1984. Beethoven. <laughs> I was yeah, Come on. Michael the Jackson. The disrespect of this generation. <laughs> yeah, dude. Beethoven, really? Really? The first Mozart. Symphony. Sorry, yeah, Mozart. I'm, a, I, I'm 500 years old. Okay. That's okay. It was Michael Jackson, the victory tour at the Dodger Stadium. What? Yeah, that was my first That's concert. That's insane. Yeah, he had just... He had just, uh, that was like the height of his power. You know, like he had done Motown 25, which blew everybody away. And then like he was on tour with his brothers. What, what, yeah, what album was he touring? Thriller. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Dude. That's like oh, yeah, considered you... like the best album of all time. Yeah, what's the greatest selling album of all time? That's insane. Yeah, so it was so just, then everything else is just subjective then? So yeah. it technically is the best album of yeah. all time? Yeah, <laughs> because if, you're, if you're going by the numbers. If you're going by numbers, well, yeah. you know, you have Quincy Jones and, you sure. know, Michael Jackson combined to create all this, like, you know. And, then, you know, Michael Jackson was the first of a lot of things, you know. Like, he was the first uh, ethnic artist to be on MTV. Right. You know, he's, he's the first person to, like, dance, choreograph dance in a video. He's the first person to make music videos, like, be... Like per, the big productions. What? Yeah. To choreograph dancing? And yeah, there's yeah, yeah. no dancing in music nah, videos. Not no. choreographed. It was just freestyling. Yeah. Like James Brown, just like it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't like how it wasn't like how he did it. Like you know that, yeah. that sort of like thing. He did. He was the first of a lot of things. Uh, but that was my first concert. And then I saw like Janet Jackson like three times after oh, that's that. That's hot. And then, but I can't. I don't know what's the what's the best concert you've ever been to. Like you, like you go like this. Uh, I had the great greatest experience here and it could be a music festival I was gonna say it it's, be, it's a music it, it festival yeah, for me yeah. Sure. I, I think uh, I saw like and I, I'm not like a Frank Ocean like stan I don't go like nuts for him like anything he does I there, worship he has some stands for he, sure yeah like they're like out here like yeah. worship him but mm-hmm. I saw him perform I think it might have been at at the like golf wing carnival mm, okay and, like Spike Jones was filming it and it was all being played live. It also it could have been FYF festival. But it was Frank Ocean and then like it was just an incredible concert. I was like very moved wow. and I was just like this is sick. I think mm-hmm. for me it was like I, I, one that stands out was Bon Jovi. What the hell? Yeah. Dude, you're you only have legends. Like, you're all you're yeah. only saying legends. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm just, it was just uh, I don't know. It was either Bon Jovi, <laughs> yeah, Kiss, ACDC, yeah. or Led Zeppelin. I don't I know. Ne- it's you know, what? I never would have seen any of those. I never would have seen. I wasn't a rock guy. Okay, like I wasn't into like hair, big hair rock. That wasn't my thing. Sure. Uh, and then like at in my my coming up, rap wasn't a thing you go watch live. Sure. So like this is like all new. This thing. So for me, it would, it would just be like whoever the epic artists were that you would go see. And so I, I just remember Bon Jovi being like, like what? It, it's like watching somebody live. I highly recommend everybody, whoever your favorite artist is, you look and see where they're coming, and you go watch them live because mm-hmm. it is a different experience for sure. You yeah. have a whole new, a higher appreciation for who, what, what, the, hopefully, what the, hopefully. Sometimes you're like, ooh, yeah. But those people don't. But you know what? Those people know. Yeah, and, and they don't. They don't they go don't on show tour. Up. Yeah, <laughs> they already know they don't yeah. have it. They yeah, just, dude, they just don't just stay in the studio, drop yeah. the tracks, don't go on tour. Or even watching somebody like even if you don't get their thing. Like I saw this Billie Eilish uh, documentary on Apple TV, and after watching that, I had a whole new respect for like 
that sort of art form, mm-hmm. or I actually appreciated her as an artist because mm-hmm. you know you hear her music and and I don't get it, it doesn't speak to me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? She ain't speaking to forty nine year old dudes. You know what <laughs> sure. I mean? Imagine she's not. She yeah, that'd be cool if she, like she right. really she somehow can relate to like. <laughs> but like to see like the people in the crowd and like how they're singing her lyrics and you can see the people being like, well, she's speaking for me, and then yeah. you go, oh, that takes a lot of like whatever that is that you uh, are in touch vulnerability. with your vulnerability yeah. mm. to make people go, you're speaking for me. You just go, all right, they don't have to be the greatest singer. They don't have to be the greatest dancer. They don't have to be like, there's something powerful about somebody that is in touch with their artistic ability and they speak to people. Yeah. And so like, I, I, I was like, mm, I wouldn't see her live, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's I mean, like, I, I get that. I mean, I think connection trumps everything when it comes to artists and their, and their audience and fans, you know what I'm saying? Like, Regardless of it factor and all that, people go if they feel they have a connection to this artist, you know, yeah. and then especially when they go see them live and they're like, holy crap, I really love this artist. And that connection grows even more. And I think that, you know, like how we were talking about with them just not potentially having that it factor, I, I think it really comes down to just having that connection, you know, yeah. because everyone has a different reason why they listen to a certain artist. It could even just be one lyric and one specific song that was like, wow, that one really hit home for me. I want to listen to more of their catalog. Well, I think that, like, if you talk about, like, the generations, like, so my generation, you know, we, there was no internet. There was no, there was no way. The only That's way weird. you. There wasn't? The That's only weird. way you what? hear somebody. <laughs> the only way you would hear somebody would be on the radio. Sure. You had to go to the record store and actually buy their album. Yeah. And, you know, and then you would see them on whatever thing. So, like, someone like Michael Jackson, it was like, so why did Bob we. Bob Hope or something. Something like that, mm, like Johnny Carson <laughs> yeah. or something like that. So we had those were the big moments that you go, oh, this guy grabbed my attention. But now it seems that like people can they can grab their crowd's attention and the crowd never sees them live or never even you know you know what I mean? Like you could be a super fan of someone that you've never heard them even sing live. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like it's a it, it, it's a weird dynamic. I mean, you're a little bit older than him. Mm-hmm. Um, How old are you? I'm probably way older. I'm 37. Okay, you got that's not you that's got, a little bit older. I'm getting you, up there. You got brother. 13 years. I mean, okay, I just turned 24. Oh, 40s coming. I can't wait. Oh, me neither. Welcome, that's gonna welcome, be sick. Welcome to this side of the. the, the well, we got the, yeah the three, three different generations here: 40s, 30s, and 20s. There yeah. we go. Look at that. <laughs> gen to gen to gen again. The raging 20s. Over the raging here. 20s. Yeah. Nice, bro. How are you liking that? How are you liking nothing. that? I, I like it a lot, honestly. Oh, I thought the 20s were psycho. But then again, that's like... <laughs> well, do you guys have any advice for a kid in his 20s, just turned 24? Well, you were, so that means you were late 20s when you start, when the Workaholics was starting. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was late 20s. I mean, yeah. imagine imagine giving, like, knowing you how you know yourself now, would you be like... If you're you're an executive, would you give twenty year old Blake you know money to make a show? <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. Because like you said, it was like the blissful ignorance of it. That's like, true. It That's was true. crazy. Like even, yeah, but you're jumping off roofs. And that off, was true. And but it, I didn't miss a day of work. <laughs> I I straight up was still you in did. the writers room. You did show up, huh? That's yeah. great. You know, and to, I want to say to their credit, you know, you would think that uh, that age group, what the show was about, the subject matter, and how they were doing it, you would think they'd be like tabloids about like you know uh, adam and blake uh, you know, have a coke fest and then they go crazy it was never that well we never were never were like that's that, like good that. advice for a 20 year old don't get into coke, coke <laughs> is a, that's a train wreck we were Noted. never coke bros never yeah. we we just drink margaritas that's about it and smoke they, weed you were basically you were basically like just regular party you know what the one question i get a lot from oh. people they go was, were they, was it real weed on set know, and so i'd be weird. like like 
this is a professional production. Yeah. We're up so early. <laughs> yeah. We're, like, if we're smoking <laughs> bong ripping at 6 a.m. and you got to do a 12-hour day. Like, yeah, come on, dude. Yeah, that only would... Seth Rogen and Snoop Dogg can pull that off. That's and I don't it. even know if they're pulling that off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they're pulling Snoop's just bumbling through life success <laughs> after success. That lucky bastard. Yeah, I would, I, yeah, I hope my 40s and 50s, you know what I mean, could be like, like that. Like Snoop? Just, yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's yeah. been able to just transcend from generation generation to generation a generation yeah, just man he, he just oh, turned well, 50 yeah he like, just you know what 50. that's my question to uh, to talk about is how you look at an artist and like so i could say for me an artist for me uh i knew him as this or i knew her as this uh and mm-hmm. then like how are they now for you so mm-hmm. a good example a, a good example of that could be ll cool j Sure. Okay. Sure. So for me, LL Cool J is a rapper. He was like, you like know, he was like tough. Yeah, dude. LL Cool J was like, you he's know, host, oh, he's hosting a lot of things I'm now. Bad. Yeah. Now he's like Kids Choice Awards. Like, yeah. Dump, so now, slime on so people. people know him. So people know him as like, a, they know him as an actor now. Like, he's an actor to this generation. What is he acting? He's he, dude. He's like been on seventeen NCIS. seasons of of one of those. Like, like, yeah. What NCIS okay. New York or Come LA on. or one of those? Come on, yeah. dude. Tap into LL. But he's somebody <laughs> that. LL tap in yeah, yeah so he's somebody that's gone through all the generations <laughs> even someone say like mariah carey mm. so mariah carey when i was in high school she first came out and she was this big artist and she had seven albums in a row that was like the number one album and then she like flipped and turned into like a hip-hop girl and then all so, and then her whole music so her whole music oh changed gosh. and now she's like somebody's auntie now it feels like you know like yeah like, but mariah carey is Without a doubt, instilled into pop culture forever now. Yeah, yeah. She, you know how much money she makes every Christmas season. That's true. Like she is forever, yeah. no matter what. Mariah care. It's Mariah's month in December. Every single time Thank she you. is the running. I'm, I'm glad to hear this generation understands. That. <laughs> yes, no, like legitimately. That's like, a, very important. It's so important that everyone understands Mariah runs Christmas. She absolutely uh, does. There's she is no, Mrs. Claus for for sure. <laughs> Hi, everybody. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break to thank our sponsor for this episode, Hubi. They've been taking care of a lot of the past episodes, so thank you so much to the Hubi fam for looking out for Jen to Jen. You can check out them at Hubi, H-O-O dot B-E, on Instagram and their site in general. Also, I've been having them in my Instagram and uh, Jen to Jen's Instagram for a long time, so be sure to check them out. They are the invite-only link in bio platform that is super customizable, super awesome, and they're going to do you one app. Or one extra, and uh, that's by letting you guys potentially jump on early. And all you got to do to uh, get in that potential group of people is uh, going to Hubi slash waitlist slash Matthew. Again, that is H-O-O dot B-E slash waitlist slash Matthew. Thank you, Hubi, again for sponsoring this episode. And, uh, yeah, let's keep it pushing. Bye. What's up, everybody? Real quick, there is honestly so much going on in the world, whether it's stuff you're excited about, like a date, or stuff you'd rather not think about, like tomorrow's 6 a.m. workout. You can't always control the vibes out there, but you can always control the vibes inside your head with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. I've had these for a long time, and whether I'm using them to pump up, wind down, work, or work out, Raycons are my go-to for audio on the go any day. And the new everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever with a new improved rubber oil look that feel and look very amazing. And their optimized gel tips for the perfect ear fit feel so amazing. They're honestly very impressive before you even start listening or put them in. 
You can get three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds its best with just the right amount of bass. There's also an all-new awareness mode for you when you need to listen to your surroundings instead. Raycon also offers eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. 32 hours. There's also a built-in mic, and you can take your calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. Raycons start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycon comes with a 45-day happiness guarantee. Right now, gen to gen podcast listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash gen to gen. That's buyraycon.com slash gen to gen to save 15% on Raycons. That's B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash gen to gen. Thank you again to Raycon for sponsoring this episode. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Life is full of stressors. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have. Your life is probably stressful, whether it's money, relationships, job, etc. Now, you may not be feeling down and out or depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if your stress is high, your temper is shorter than usual, or even if you're starting to feel any strain in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Gen2Gen listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Gen2Gen. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Gen2Gen. So, like, what's, is there, like, an artist, do you feel like you know them, like, you see them now and you go, man, when I knew them as this, and then now they're this? Jonas Brothers. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) I knew them as just, like, these little boys, and now they're Disney. Oh, man. Just... Still killing the same tracks, though. You yeah. know, Love Bug? I mean, come on. They I played gotta, that last night. It I went off. Yeah, Love Bug Loki <laughs> might be my favorite song from theirs. Yeah, when Kevin starts stroking that guitar, yeah. my gosh, mm. man. It's... That broken rip, man. <laughs> they... What about, like, Miley Cyrus? I think she'd be somebody that has a different mm-hmm. generational Yeah. Look. Oh, she flipped big time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she like, makes rails. a point of, Yeah, like, she made it a point adapting with the times. I don't mm. know if it was adapting so much as it was like crashing through this like prison wrecking that she ball. was in. Yeah. A wrecking yeah. ball yeah. of yeah. sorts. Yes. <laughs> Can if we I say may. that? Can yeah. we say for that? For lack of better terms, yes. Yeah, a little she, bit of a wrecking ball. Yeah, she for sure wrecking ball through the the, the little the little pop princess uh uh she went from Hannah Montana to freaking, you know, yeah. coming to the stage. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, like let me take a bong rip real quick. Oh my God. Remember yeah. that? That's when it all switched. There was like that there was a YouTube video, video or whatever. Of, where she's like, oh my God, Leah, like, oh. And she's just like high off her ass and everybody's like, oh no. Oh and no. she's like, no, it's fine. Yeah. Just but, the, then, but then she was also, what was cool about her too is she was a huge Workaholics fan. She was into yeah, it. You know what I mean? She would be tweeting about it, you yeah. know? Oh, like, really? Yeah, she'd yeah. be like, oh my God, Workaholics is back. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, like when you look back though like what the show was about and how it is it's like that isn't always like it's not always a, the best sign of a person's personality yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. like how you were saying like oh my friend's like Adam you're like oh that's not <laughs> good yeah. yeah talk to him then yeah so she was like knowing that there were a lot of fans like that I, I really appreciated that I'm I think I'm, I met a lot of cool people 
because of workaholics. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? I met, I actually, it's really because of workaholics that I met you, actually. Look at that. If you think about it. Look at that. Because the only reason why I was at Bieber's party was because he was a workaholics fan. Wait, you went to Bieber's party? Yeah, yeah. It was his, it was a, his, birth, it was his 21st birthday party. Oh, yeah, that's how we met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I met him at, wow. his, at his, his 21st birthday party, and the, his guy, John, it was like a, one of like handlers was like, Eric, can you please come? He's a huge workaholics fan, you wow. know? But I had met him before, even at the Laugh Factory. I, I'll never, I, I remember this. I'm at the Laugh Factory. I go to the balcony and I'm looking down and I look over and it's Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber. And he says to her like this, he goes, hey, look, it's the dude from Workaholics. You know? And I was like, oh, it's Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> and Selena Gomez is like, who? Exactly. You know what I mean? Oh, she I think, I think she they watched. I think oh, okay. they watched. You know, that's she's, so cool. So then anyways. That actually, that's, that's cool. So that's then anyways, dope. I go to that that uh, thing. I, I meet, I talk to him. I meet, you know what I mean? And then um, I went to this party. Then you were there. And all these, like, influencer people were there. And I'm like, what is going on here? And he's just a cool kid. So we mm-hmm. just immediately just be like, hey, man, blah, 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 blah. Then it just went on from there. Yeah. But then I met, like, again, because of him, I was at that whatever summer festival thing. Um, oh, Wango Tango. Why was that Wango Tango? Wango Tango. Yeah. You don't know Wango Tango? I don't know why I don't. What is it? I feel like you. It's it, like this radio concert. It was like yeah. Kiss FM or something, Wango oh, Tango. Okay. And they had a lot of like artists come out. And but I met a lot of people there, of mm-hmm. these like artists, because I'm backstage, you know, with, and they're just like, oh man, Montez. You know what I mean? I'm <laughs> so like, wow. Cool. That's where you, you met know? Megan, right? That's where I met Megan yeah, Trainer. Yeah, Megan she Trainer, was yeah. all about workaholics. I met like, no, she was Jake all about Miller. that bass. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. All about that. There you go. No, it's I okay. like that. Jen to Jen. Say it with your in. chest, yeah, man. Yeah, don't bail. It was already gone. No. You, 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 you know what? You, we got to let it. We got to retake. Uh, we got to retake that <laughs> joke. <laughs> Say it like you mean it, man. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm in an audition room right now, man. Well, this is how it happens. You want to do that again? <laughs> you do that again? It's <laughs> time. Take it again. No, but I met her. I met like Jake Miller. I met like oh, you I know, a Jake. bunch of people like that, mm-hmm. you know, who are like, that's what I'm saying. There's like a lot. But I'm sure for you guys, for you and the boys, it was even more like like craziness. What was that? We had that one episode where what was that rock band that was on the show? Black Keys. Black Keys. Right. They so, just like showed up just to be in the background. Dude. So really? at the, yeah. at the like, end of the yeah. at the end of the shoot, I'm leaving and I start walking towards the sink, the lead singer of Black Keys, and I'm reaching for my phone because I'm about to say, "Hey man, can we take a picture?" And he says before me, yeah. he's like, "Yo he man, can we take a picture?" Yeah. And I was like, "Oh." Shit. That's right. You know, this is like people love this thing, man. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, like, I, I always I, I never thank you enough. You, f- you know what I mean? For, for being on the show? Yes, yes. Yeah, I never hey. thank you enough for being on the show because it really did change my life. And it really was like I was so glad to be a part of something that was very much like summer camp feeling that went on for seven seasons. Yeah. I mean, that must fun. be so, so much fun. Like, even just from these small things I've done so far, like I've had this definitely like family type connection with the people I've worked with. And like, I mean, the longest time I've been on a set for the same project has probably been like uh, two to three weeks. And mm-hmm. that was for this film. And like, just towards the end of it, I'm just like, wow, it's already almost over. Like, holy crap. And I only have known these people for a few weeks. And I just, I'm already like, I don't want it to end. You yeah. know, so I could only imagine. I know, but, you think like about, but let me ask you this. How many times have you texted someone from that movie recently? Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So what I'm trying to tell you that's is, a good point. this was different. Yeah, that's a good point. You understand? I just went. I went, We just went to a wedding. Yeah, you know, we just went to. Like, yeah, that's we a see, different type of love. Yeah, right we there. see each other, and it's just like it's like a thing where I genuinely feel like, oh, this is someone I care about in my life, not mm-hmm. someone that I just worked with. Yeah, and I think that that's like I've been to two weddings, two workaholics weddings. You know what Who's I mean? Who's the yeah. others? Uh, uh, Mary Beth. Yeah, that was early on. Yeah, she got married quick. Yeah, <laughs> Who's Mary Beth? She was the Alice, Alice, the boss. No way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is She's she she is she nice? 
No, yeah. just very mean. Very, very mean. <laughs> I don't know. I know. She's the, the best. best. <laughs> She's hilarious. Yeah. I don't know. You never know if someone's like... I remember season one. No, everybody, everybody on set rocked. There yeah, was nobody cool. that That's was bad feeling. except Wayman kind of sucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Wayman's the man. Never shuts up. Is that his real name? Yeah. Yes. Very everybody much so. had their real name except for me and Alice. Everybody That's else, Eric, Eric was the only one. Eric wasn't cool enough, huh? Yeah, yeah. Nah. Well, yeah, that was based off a character that a person that is actually named Montez. That's yeah. the whole thing. Anders oh. gave a shout out yeah. to somebody he went to high school with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Montez oh. is such a good name. Yeah. He really is such a good name. And it's so, and it's so uh, racially ambiguous like myself. You know? Exactly. Mm, that's a good way to put it. I, you know, I, I remember in the audition process, I can tell they didn't even know what they wanted. Oh, man. We you brought know? in everything. Yeah, because they were like, I was in an audition room and it was like, these are like traditionally like black, black. Yeah. And then there's like Latinos. And I'm just like, what am I doing? It's the first time my message to anybody about like auditioning for things is when I saw the people that they had in there, I thought to myself, I was sitting there and I was like, I'm never going to book this. Nah, I, dude, I get so nervous when I go into audition. I I'm, see so many. I'm just like, no, but I was like, for? there's the dude from Boston Legal. There's the guy from the George Lopez show. There's a, I, all yeah. buddies that I know. I was like, all these people are famous. And I was like, I'm never going to get this. Uh, well, but, I don't know. I think in your instance for that role, like if I walk in a room and I see everybody looks like me, but they're just better looking, better actors, you know, I'm like, oh, well, I'm screwed. I'm, I'm the bottom barrel unless they like have to like make some sort of a budget, then they'll get me. But like <laughs> if you see that... Every, it's all shapes, sizes, colors, whatever. That's when it's like you could win the role. Well, that's exactly that's what good, I yeah, know that's now. That's a good perspective. That's but true. that's what I know now. Yeah, and it also it also helped that I was like I, I was like them. Nobody knew who they were. Nobody knew who I was because I knew too that it would be ridiculous to be like here's these three guys who are the star of the show, and then you have this person who's like known. Yeah, you yeah. didn't want that dynamic. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, think about like The Office, for instance. Have you seen the audition tapes for The Office? No, some are of the good. Bro, some of the people that went out, you're like, they didn't? But like, yeah. Seth Rogen, like people like that, you're like, sure. wait, what? Yeah, yeah that, like, that's it, kind of the, I guess that's kind of the double-edged sword, too, of like having like a hit show or whatever, because like, you know, I'm, I, I feel like everywhere I go, not everywhere, whatever, but like I'm Blake from Workaholics, and when my But that's because of your hair, too, though. Sure, I got to shave my head. No, 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 I'm just saying <laughs> is you have such a distinct look. Sure. Or no, make a company centered around conditioner. There we go. That's what I'm saying. Or a, an entire series or movie about like a shampoo company. That's that could be low really key good. Amazing. That could be really good. I'll start what writing. What am I doing it. here? Jen, <laughs> Jen, baby. This is the, see the way they thank these youth, man. <laughs> they know how to make get made. Oh yeah, you're like you're. A, what's the name of the movie going to be? Head and shoulders. <laughs> that is so good. Boom, dude. And it's a we buddy know, cop. One dude has huge shoulders. One, one dude has <laughs> hair. Maybe you and the Jonas brother. Or, oh yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, me and Joe, dude. Yeah. Come on, Joe, hit me up, dude. Your head and shoulders. I like it. <laughs> See? But anyways, get back to it. Yeah, you're yeah, you're super recognizable. So. Oh, sure. So, like, you know, when my headshot comes across your table, they're like, oh, the guy from Workaholics. But that's what the audience will think, too. I'm never yeah. like a blank slate actor, which is mm. fun to have people be like. That's why the best actors are the best actors, because no matter what role they're in, you're like, Oh, that's not them. That's this character. Yeah. Or, or what they do is is also uh, can jump because, like, you look at like someone like say Joe Pesci. Mm. He's always Joe Pesci. Yes. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. But he's so great at being Joe Pesci, right. That it don't matter what role he's right, in. right, right. You know, right. Uh, you know, sometimes even Denzel Washington. You know, when you see him, uh, no matter what role it is. I wait for those first few lines, and then if he says like, he's if he's a cop, 
Mm-hmm. Whenever he's saying first, I go, I'm in. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Okay, he's a cop in this one. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And then the next one, even though it's still him doing that same performance, so it's just really about that. So I think like it becomes this horrible typecasting thing. So because we were in this like sort of like crazy comedy, mm-hmm. you know, they see all all of our headshots and then they go, Oh, like, oh well, you know, he's gonna be big and he, you know, this stuff. So it was like right. when I when I branching out into other things was difficult for me after workaholics it was like it was hard to get chances because it was always just going to be like well you're going to be this big you know mm-hmm. thing. it's like no dude give me an opportunity to try something else so do you find yourself dealing with that yeah for sure but i think also like even as crazy as it is yeah like my hair rest- restricts me to certain roles yeah, right out the yeah. gate because people see someone like me they assume yeah. several things out the gate i smoke weed i skateboard i surf like that mm-hmm. right out the gate yeah. or i'm in a band something like that yeah you're not gonna be in, you're, not gonna be a, you're not gonna be in like the courtroom i'm not a lawyer objection your honor <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know objection yeah. uh, uh, i'm gonna throw it to the jury real quick for this okay so what role what role would you say that thing off uh, i mean who who what director I, what producer comes to you and goes I, I got you in mind for this but i need you to shave your head wait wait, wait. i got you in mind or you'll book this if if you because sh- it, that's different head. saying hey i got no, you no, in no, mind. no 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 you're shaving you're like he's like eh, no we're good actually no no but that would suck they'd be like oh actually you need the hair I, that used to be me and my mustache i was gonna ask did you, did people you audition would ask me with all, the mustache yeah, people ask me all the time like uh chained to like, your mustache yeah they were like we shave that yeah but you're super ugly with that personal hair to be fair, you're very ugly without your facial hair. So that's very understandable. Like, as soon as that comes off, it's this like... This has been Jen to Jen, everybody. Just everyone for, come by. Uh, you got a face like a Halloween mask, dude. Oh keep going, bad, keep going, go bro. on. Get just, it all out. My my guy has big features, okay? Yeah, my... From, when I shaved the mustache, this point from the bottom of my nose to my lip becomes like two and a half inches. It's really annoying. I just go, that mustache fills up a lot of space. I think your mustache like hooks into your nose hair and keeps your lip up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very much like a puppeteer. <laughs> okay, see, my guy's getting he's on like the self-roast. Self-deprecation. Yeah, it's he's important. M&Ming me. He's B-rabbiting it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Good stuff, You got man. to. Say it so others can't. That's how it is. That's uh, how it so what role? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I would love, I mean, I love the idea of doing anything super stylistic, like, like, a Wes Anderson movie would be really cool. Just anything that has a so completely... That's interesting. So you're saying like artsy-fartsy over like, say, uh, the... Trans- like, a, like a like Michael a, Bay. Like the Michael Bay comes yeah. and goes, you're going to be the new Transformers guy, but I need you to shave your head. I mean, no, I guess like if they approach me to be like a bad guy in Batman, yeah, I would for sure shave my See, head to be somebody. See, that's still artsy fartsy. What? What? No, I like it this about have you. To be. No, you wait. You're artsy fartsy. It's okay. <laughs> okay, I'll take you're it. You're a little pretentious. He's saying I get it. He's like, I'm not just gonna shave my head from Michael Bay in some Transformers movie. No, well, I gotta be. I gotta be the Penguin and I gotta be the Riddler or something like that. That would be sick. Yeah, dude. that would be so sick. I feel like a Batman would be the best of both worlds. It's kind of like blockbuster, but you can dig into the character as well. But I mean, if Transformers came to me and was like, "It's a money thing." This is the check. Yeah, I, see, I knew yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So you, well, how long had it taken you, or it took you to grow out your hair like that? Like, uh, do you do you cut it at all? Like, no, when was the last time you cut it? That's what's really weird. Is yeah. my hair is just like it like eats itself. Yeah, it's it never, like just stopped when it got to a certain yeah, point his, of his of split ends got split ends. Oh yeah, they're bad. <laughs> it, they're dead. They're zombies. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've got a whole new, like, yeah, head and shoulders, hit me up, please, because we got problems. I'm switching to dry shampoo. I don't uh, know what to do. So it's, money, so it's money or art? Yeah, well, that's the biz. That's Come the on. biz, yeah. yeah. What else would it be? So you would cut your hair for scale. If like Wes Anderson's like, I'm doing this thing. Uh, scale? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know well, but that's what it would be. What do you mean at scale? Like, like there's certain artsy farty directors who like they 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 you know they don't pay everybody like millions of dollars. It'd be like, hey, I need you to make the scale mm. sag amount. Yeah, like, like the least like amount. Woody Allen or somebody does. Yeah. Or like Jonah Hill and Wolf of Wall Street. Did, did you hear he about take that? a? Did he take a? Dude, he pay took cut? the the most insane pay cut ever just to be in that. I mean, he ended up but, pitching himself to Leo in Mexico. For the role, and then Leo ended up calling Martin and was like, "Hey, listen up, I think we got the guy." And then Martin ended up having his meeting with Jonah, and he said it was one of the best meetings he's ever had. Yeah, and but then, you can swing like that. He he's got Jonah Hill money. Like Jonah Hill is killing it. But apparently, he only got like sixty k for that film. I'll take that. I'll Damn, take I'll my head right. I would on top. take like I would pay sixty k to be in that <laughs> yeah. film. Like that's what's like, up. Pay like, to get into it. Yeah, like that'd be right. terrible. Why would that be terrible? <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. It that, could lead to several other movies. I know, but you should you should be compensated for your work. Wow, look at this Iotsi over here. Yeah. There we go. You should be compensated for your work. You know what I mean? Yeah. They all want. They they always want. Depends on how they always want to get us for cheap. Isn't that the reason why we're not even doing workaholics anymore? Uh, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose. You know what I mean? Well, so, did you guys did you guys end it on your own writing it or like when you guys ended the show? No, that's yeah. You want to, you if, want if you even want to get into that, what? You, no, no, what do you mean? No, what? we weren't canceled. We were. And that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah so that's yeah. what I was asking. We, yeah, yeah. We, we we left on our own terms. I mean, we kind of were like, we'll do more seasons if you guys like really back the money truck up on us. But like, Adam wanted to go do movies. We wanted to. We did Game Over Man shortly after I that, saw that for Netflix. So like, we just really wanted to start, you know, branching out to like films and and other stuff just open up the options and all that but we were like we will stick around if you just mm -hmm. pay us an insane amount of money yeah that'll keep everybody around so yeah. how was that transition that. <laughs> yeah they were like nope yeah. we're so, comedy central no way so how does that how was that transition from tv to film was there like a big transition at all or did you not really notice anything different well, on doing, like, Game Over, man, it was Kyle directing mm -hmm. and, like, us starring. And your role was very different than what you had played in Workaholics, Yeah, too, yeah. So. We, we, like, at first, like, the characters that we were aligned with, like, I was Durs's character, who was, like, the stoner dude, and mm -hmm. then he was my character, and then Adam was always uh, Alex, but then we did, a, like, a late shuffle where it's like, mm. what if we play something different for the movie? And I actually really liked the way it turned out, but... Me too. Yeah, the, exp the experience was... um. Yeah, pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. It, it, it's it's definitely a different filming movie as far as, like, wrapping your head around, like, scene to scene and, like, mm -hmm. the story of it. Because you just realize, like, it's it's just one story. And, there and, and like, sometimes you're coming back multiple days into the same scene. Same exact scene. Yeah, so you have to kind of, like, put yourself back in that exact same mindset as you were in that scene. And, like, they're not always going to be shooting in chronological order. Yeah, that so, and that's the hardest part, in my opinion, about yeah. it is is – trying to know where you're at in the script like okay where would i be at in this part of the movie part of yeah. the you know the project well, that's the work that they assume that every actor does and i don't think they always do that mm -hmm. sure yeah you know what I mean? there is something to be being prepared yeah, yeah. like yeah. you can tell when people come prepared it makes a better product but even then like with a movie you just have to as an actor or like a comedian you have to know uh, like emotionally your range like you might feel like you're not being 
you know, uh, like out of 10. But if you're out of 10 in every scene you do and then you see it on film and you're like, Jesus, what the hell? Like, why was I so just like trying to suck up the yeah. energy of every scene? It's like you have to really pace yourself and pick your points, you know? It's, mm-hmm. Well, it's like knowing also what makes the scene funny. And it's like it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't mean that you being funny is what makes the scene funny. Sometimes mm-hmm. you being like you know, way down because you're playing off this other person. And it's like the reaction to that is what makes something funny. It's like understanding all that. That's the hardest thing for comedians to understand going over into acting. I mean, mm-hmm. that, you know, it's super hard. It, it was like, it was a big transition for me too, uh, being like, you know, going from being a standup to being an actor, then to being like all these other more serious things that I've done. I've been in some indie films and stuff like that, where it's like, I get it where it's like, I know I'm funny. I'm funny looking, so I don't have to push to no, be you're funny. Beautiful. You're no, no, no. I'm saying I get, I get like when you adorable. know that's what makes you know you, you people are gonna laugh. So I have to. I I know that if you understand it, that I don't have to like play anything extra because especially in a movie that shit is right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they yeah. see in every crease and every yeah. like you know they they get you know. So it's just like making that transition is, you know, it it can be difficult. So you have to try to understand it, and that's why I think like you know a lot of comedic performers. When they actually go in, I th- that's why I think it, it's easier for comedic performers to go do drama. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Than it is to go the other way. Because when they know, when they're like told, like, "Don't be funny," then like all their instincts are kind of just like, "Oh, yeah, I don't have to perform. I just yeah. have to be myself." And it's still funny. Well, I think yeah. I think comedy is actually one of the hardest. Things oh, it is. To I agree. Hit. Thank you. you. Oh. Like I think that's just simply <laughs> what yeah. it is because anyone can feel anger, anyone can feel sad, anyone can kind of display those emotions, and it. Can, it can hit you, but comedy is so specific to each person that the timing is is beyond everything most important. You well, know, so I, like I, I think that's one of the hardest. Parts but I, of but it. I also think that like understanding what makes something funny is the essence. And I'll give you an example: Robert De Niro could be in a mobster movie, acting a certain way, mm-hmm. and you could take that same performance and you could put it in Meet the Stillers. Meet the parents. Meet the parents or whatever. Still or same thing. Meet the parents. And he's being the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it's now in a comedy. So yeah. it's just funny because of him being put in that scenario. But, but imagine yeah. if he was, like, the trying situation. to be funny. No, it was, yeah. it was just Robert De Niro, like, fish out of water, and he was being himself. He's and like, I've got nipples. They're like, uh, De Niro, could yeah, you? Let's take it both ways. <laughs> So what I'm saying is, like, that is an important factor, and I think that that is what lacks sometimes when you go when you get these comedies, man. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's like, so much. It's too much. Yeah. I mean, know? I think it's, like, a pool theory. Like, if, if someone's pushing too much at comedy, it's hard to hit sometimes. But I feel like some of my favorite comedies are the pool, th- pool theories. Like, like, for instance, like, super bad. Some of the funniest scenes are where it's not even, like, where they're going out of 10. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just these simple moments, these simple... Uh, uh, interactions between friends, like oh, and then people have this relatability to maybe one character, and their their friend is has another relatability to the other. Like oh, that reminded me of that one time, mm-hmm. as opposed to this like slapstick moment in the movie where it's supposed to be the funniest part of the movie when it's just corny. Yeah, and- yes, that's weird. Like if you think about like those kind of coming of age movies, like what was your coming of age movie that you really enjoyed? I mean, sure, those movies weren't for me. Yeah. Oh, have yes. you ever seen Project X? You know, it's- I mean, that was definitely. Past Project X. Did you see that? You've never seen it. Which either. one was that? It was like they throw this huge like house party, and then like, but it's like filmed in a way that. Oh, like, that it's the, like a it documentary. That, type oh, it's that stupid sense. found footage. 
Stupid. Stupid. It changed the game. I'm like, so, that, no, it, it didn't. After it's gone that, now. there were like it's gone. It's lazy. Twelve to thirteen to seventeen found footage <laughs> movies. It was it was lazy filmmaking. In like my Cloverfield opinion. or something. Cloverfield. Yeah, yeah, like, all those, dude. I hate all those. What? I mean, they were well, all. They hate you. So <laughs> they were yeah. all sons of Blair Witch, though. <laughs> Thank but, you. Okay. That was scary as hell. Yeah. Were you around for that? I've I've heard of it, but I've never seen. Oh, Blair Witch was a game changer. Yeah, it was. When I was a youngster, oh man, I, re- like- I remember. I remember driving to Newport Beach because all the theaters were sold out, and we like went down there. We gotta go watch Blair Witch. Well, this is how dumb we were. Like the internet was pretty new, yeah, so yeah, like yeah, like yeah. their whole website, <laughs> which. <laughs> They had us convinced that it was real. It was real. Yeah. And For so, some reason, we bought in yes. that, like, these three people, like, died in the woods. Yes. Because, like, there was an that a it was website real found you went footage. to, yeah. and it was, like, oh. missing. Yeah. It was great yeah. marketing. Wow. And then, and then everybody was, everybody's mind was blown when, like, at the MTV Movie Awards, they were standing there. Yeah, it was like, and wait, people were like, what? wait, wait, what? And then they were like, it's like the it, it's the moment you find out that wrestling is fake. Yeah, yeah. It's very much that. But <laughs> that's a good way to put that's it. That's the other thing that's so weird, generation to generation. Like, why were we so gullible to like the? I think it's just it was new. Entertainment in general was new. It's just weird how the mind evolves with time. Because even like when I go back and I watch the original Jumanji, I'm like, these animals looked real to me. Mm -hmm. Like, the CGI was crazy. Now I look at it and I'm like, this looks like garbage. Like, these movies don't look real at all. We're now, though. We're so caught. No, but that's because our eye, what it is, is our eye now can recognize what it is. So, because like for me, and I've talked about this on here, the first time I saw those dinosaurs in Jurassic Park in the theater, that was the first CGI animal on screen. Yeah. And it was a moment where you were like, the whole thing theater was like what you know what i mean yeah and then so after that you're talking you c- cut to 20 years later everything has cgi so the cgi that you you don't even like when it's good is when i go you know that was cgi and you go really yeah that's when it's good mm-hmm. but now you look at some of the stuff and you go like yeah the jumanji animals you're like what but like even the fact that like in blair witch they could trick us into thinking it was real like they would never show a a death in a a real <laughs> missing people in a movie theater like that's that's like dark web yeah that is, see like that, is. that kind of stuff but like we really thought they were showing this to mass audiences like it was a great marketing i, I, was, I so mean i was gonna stupid. say it comes down to marketing, marketing i mean man. think about like paranormal activity that movie was made for 15 i think that's still one of this to this day one of the biggest margins when it comes to like from budget to actually making your cost back and all yeah. that like i think it was like yeah, 15k one, and but the, you want to know the, why the purge was another one that was yeah yeah, yeah. A big was margin that, of, i've uh, never seen the purge the original purge was like a big profit game oh wow well you know why paranormal activity did so well is because of the way that they marketed it they would literally show the audience watching the movie remember that commercial yeah it it would be like like the green and like everybody mm, like like and just showing and everyone's like oh well i want to feel like those people in the audience it it wasn't even about the movie it was about the reaction you'll get from the movie they like reverse engineered the marketing which is like what it is man it worked you can't do that anymore without movie theaters damn r.i.p I just went to a movie. Oh, you did? Theater. Yeah, I was in Washington. I, I went to go. I, I met. Um, I I've met them before, but I I hung out with Matt's parents. So you know? Meet the parents. Yeah. All right. Very, How are, very, very nice. Cool? Very nice. Very kid. cool. You, you you like your parents? I like. Yeah, they're parents. very That's cool. Great. You I love saw, them? I love them. I okay. saw Matt's room. <laughs> I took a lot of pictures of Matt, like 
the baby pictures and stuff because they okay. are Creepy. hilarious. <laughs> they say I wasn't even. I'm in Vegas for EDC, and I just I'm waking up at like 11 a.m. and I'm just like seeing all these photos from of my own self yeah, that like, Eric is the? sending me, and I could see his reflection in the photos. As oh, jeez! Like, ah, I'm like, oh my god! Oh wow! And, and you know what's crazy? His mom was very much like she was like. Uh, and don't post these without asking Matt. So she's like, she's all, you know. Well, see, you want to know why? No, now she's all hip to the like the yeah. internet. She's like, if you do post them, tag him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 link in bio, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, the reason she said that is because growing up, when I started getting into the whole social media thing, one of my friends had come over and had posted it, and she just did not like that at all. Like she still um, feels some type of way. She told about me a lot friend. of great stories. That's cool. Yeah, she just, I, she, I respect yeah. that better than a parent who's like oblivious and is just like, yeah, here's all this. You can have it post away. Yeah, they're mm. adorable together as parents. His dad is like, so his dad built the house. Oh. So he's proud of it. Like yeah. he was like showing me the fireplace and he just was going in on like all this stuff. And he's got this great accent. So it's like, it's funny to watch him. Uh, he's from Columbia. He's from Columbia. So it's just Sick. funny to watch him like talk about everything. And then he was like, they, they gave me a tour of the whole house. You know, and, so you grew up in the house your father built. Yeah. From uh, 2007. So like by the time I turned uh, nine or 10, I grew up from in the house that my dad built. His mom showed me like uh, some of Matt's, uh, uh, school projects. Oh, gosh. So he made this mo- he made this money machine. Oh yeah. <laughs> what? What the hell is that? It was he dope. made a money machine. Got an a. She still like, has it. She's like, is this like a this counterfeiter? Like yeah, yeah. he was like, wow, you could get in a lot of trouble for that. <laughs> yeah, it's printing bills back then, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's. What, but you were probably at the age where people are like, oh, that's so cute. Yes, that's what you it can was. buy with the fake money. And little did they yeah, know they're yeah. creating a yeah. monster. No, his money machine was just <laughs> yeah. like those CGI from Jumanji. <laughs> exactly. just like, oh, this is so good. Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> just really Absolutely. had to you know. take all the airheads you want. <laughs> all right. So before we go. To too much longer we got to go to matt's notebook you know I mean, honestly yeah come on you did your homework notebook. Man. he always does this he's well, like he's i like, mean we honestly naturally do hit he's like so Oprah. many of the questions i I, I, I don't need a notebook man i'm I a pro especially <laughs> when it's your friend though you don't need a notebook i'm even That's though if true. i'm bringing on my friend that i've known for a while yeah. so Yo, he has even bigger <laughs> really yeah. i gotta yeah. start doing that i respect the hustle this is preparation thank see thank you we've been I mean, talking about that well one question i did really want to get on that <laughs> i didn't really get to yet is what is your favorite form of art when it comes to like are you more of like an actor director writer like what what really makes you most excited to get in the room i mean uh, or is all, it just like the producing part of it where you're casting someone like eric you know, yes running into I him at the, the power the- dynamic of going in the break room and saying i can get you the part <laughs> you can need I, can I me I, can, you before you even nothing. before he even answers this can i tell you a great blake story mm-hmm. so uh we're doing this dumb episode you know okay like, all right we're, we're all they're we're, all pretty dumb right where, where i have to like i have to i have to I'm eating Bill's boogers. Yes. You know, and this yes. guy's so excited about it. He's like, ooh, I can't wait. You're going to eat Bill's boogers. He was just like a gleeful little kid. So happy. And so that just gave me a, a, a vision of them in the writer's room. Just like, how can we torture Eric in the next episode? <laughs> yeah. like, oh, let's make him eat boogers. Let's make him do this. Let's make him do that. And it was just a lot of that. Even the first episode I was ever in, it says in the script, like, you know, it's like Montez comes out the bathroom naked. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm like, like, hey guys, uh, I don't know if you've seen me. Yeah, not sure, you know. And then he goes, "Hey, that's been in the script from day one, bro." That's true. 
I, I was in pilot, baby. That so was, was like, <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I would make fun of all my like attractive actor, com- comedian friends. I go, I've been naked on TV before you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but th- I mean, that's kind of the answer to the question is like, there are things where like, it's the creation of it. It's the creation of it. It's like uh, having that, that idea, idea in my head and being like, one day I'm going to see this. We even had like, there's that, the scene in Game Over Man where Adam is like naked himself in the closet and we mm. had that in a script for so long and and you have it in your head like you have the movie in your head you have the scene but when it actually comes to life and you get to watch it it's the same with like designing a shirt when you have the idea but it finally gets drawn and printed on the t-shirt and you have it in front of you and you see that thing in your mind and it's as good if not better than what you imagined that's when it's like oh man this is this is the coolest part of it all it's yeah like to see the create creative process all the way to the end and it being something that you're like proud of. Proud of, yeah. And it's like, wow, that that's why I'm in it. Are you a big mm. part of the uh, the t shirt creation too? Is that? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's dope. Yeah, so. I've seen. Uh, like I said, it's really it's, it, it is. Cool what was stuff. it? What was it called again? Teenage bored teenager. Boredteenager.com, The name mm, of the brand. Glad is I remember teenage. that. Yeah, you got it, dude. Yeah, you, got you. you would like it. You know. I'll definitely check it out. No, that yeah. sounds really cool. And you can go to Bored Teenager <laughs> for fifteen percent off with code Jenna Jen. All right, I'll see what I can do about that. <laughs> yeah, he's never gonna do that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still gonna. I've been asking him for a double XL shirt for eight years, yeah, and yeah. I, it's yet I to lo- happen. I'm really <laughs> bad about it. <laughs> I love double XL shirts or just XL shirts in general because they're a little bigger on me, a little yeah, baggier on me. Yeah, you could just that room having sure, that wear room. them wearing the bed a little night tee. Sure, yeah. I'm down for it. I'm down for it. What else you got on the notebook? Yeah, here? come on, man. I Hard mean, any stance on Afghanistan. Yeah, we know. <laughs> well, I mean, so had your um had your perception or with any of the guys too had your perception of office jobs changed at all during the process or after or before filming? Or writing it, or where did a lot of that inspiration for the, that office job come from? Did uh, you guys work in an office job? It came directly from Adam and Anders. They both mm. worked at call centers. So, oh, like, wow. we were kind of, like, sitting around the writer's room when we were thinking about what the job would be. And it was just kind of like, what is the the most mindless, like, worst possible job? And they were pretty adamant about, like, making, like, cold calls. Cold calling people. people, yeah. I have, a, I have a couple friends who are in that industry, and, yeah, they tell me it's it's intense, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's definitely, like, sitting in a cubicle and, like, not the best incentives and also just, like, nobody likes people who call. Cold, yeah, <laughs> yeah, cold like, calls them. They had like, so many funny stories about people, like, you know, air horning the, the phone in their ears and just, like, you're just kind of, like, you're not scum of the earth like a, a, yeah, like you're a meter maid. Me. Yeah, meter you're, maid yeah. you're, it's one of it's, it's right one below of the hated, meter maid. Yeah, it's one of the hated what? profession. Yeah, like somebody who gives a you parking tickets for parking. Okay. They're the worst. Yeah, they are. Oh, I actually, I actually genuinely think people who are working in parking enforcement want to see people cry. Oh, yeah. they like they you have to have some sort animals, of animals. All yeah, of them, they're like, crazy. <laughs> like some form of like. They're sadistic. Yeah, they are. Like, they're sadistic. They're cold blooded. They ha- they have no remorse. <laughs> you can yeah. so at least if you you're, beg, like at least you if you're police. Yeah. At least if you're police, you're helping someone else potentially in a lot of scenarios. Least, no parking enforcement ruin days. All of them. That's if you follow it. them home. You might find <laughs> yeah. a family tied up in, yeah. in the basement. <laughs> and I follow them home yeah. a lot. <laughs> the guy who gives the parking ticket, the girl who gives the parking ticket, you just yeah. follow them home. Yeah. And then, if you follow them on Instagram, it's. <laughs> They're terrible memes. Yeah, it's it's bad. They're just bad, bad people. Dang. Well, we what what them. are some uh, what are some of your future plans right now? Are you focused more on acting right now, directing, writing? What are your and or focus more on the you know, shirt company? Like, what are you? 
mainly. Yeah, I mean, I'm always trying to uh, juggle a, a few projects in the air. Uh, mm. Adam's filming a, a movie in Atlanta right now that I'm going to go do a couple weeks on. Nice. And uh, me and the dudes do a podcast called This Is Important Pod on iHeartRadio. Oh, which mm-hmm. Check it out, everybody. Which we're, we're super pumped on. Nice. Um, yeah, and then, like, always releasing new designs on board teenager.com. So, yeah, just kind of try to stay busy. Staying creative. Yeah, know, I'd, like to, good. I'd like to start pitching some ideas around town and get a show going. Like, I've been talking with Kyle about maybe doing a, a like, this sitcom kind of set in space. That might be kind of cool. Whoa. Yeah, I, I, I'm... I'm all about like having uh, a TV I show. Be on it. Yeah, you be in there, bro. We got you. Uh, you heard it. You here. know what's crazy is <laughs> I actually you. I actually asked Eric. I was like, hey, if they ever need anyone from my age on Workaholics, and then you're like, nah, they actually don't. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, dang it. I'm too young. Yeah. Yeah. You were. Yeah. I was. Like, there, I, mean, I never. I don't think I ever really saw anyone. Uh, from my from my yeah, age on the, on the it show, it was like it, it was it would have been inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Understandable. Yeah, we, yeah, understandable. We had a lot of fun. I don't know, man. What's what's do you have like like a one moment that you think back to workaholics like shooting that is like oh that was a day that you just go oh, I'll never forget this day that's funny I have a, the funniest set moment that's that's one of my questions there was See, I don't need that uh, so, <laughs> there was a really uh, surreal moment when we were doing uh it was checkpoint gnarly which is the one with Alice's cousin B Rad Brad B Rad is rad and we're like driving around town trying to find her cousin who we were like in charge of kind of like showing a night out on the town and he disappears but there was a moment when they had the vo we were like we're driving in the vo but we're on the back of like a one of one of those cars where we're just shutting down streets mm-hmm. like in LA we had the radio of the vo on because the the Lakers were in like the finals so it was like <laughs> Between shots, we'd be like, hey, like, the Lakers are going on a run, like, so just, if we could just pause. So we were, like, in the middle of Hollywood, streets are shut down, I'm with my best friends, we're sitting on the back of this this car being filmed, listening to the Lakers in the finals, and it just was kind of like, whoa, dude, like, we did it. We're, like, kind of like little mini kings of Hollywood, like, mm-hmm. we're, here we are, like, police escort, like, all this, it, it just was, like, a very surreal moment where I was like, man... Like we 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 really did it, and yeah. I was just like it was just cool. It was all clicking, and it was just like this is the L.A. dream, and we're yeah. like living it. And I think that's important though to understand in those moments like where you're at, because I think a lot of people would just keep going like boom 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 boom, and they don't really take that time to stop and like really smell the roses and be like, wow, we're really doing this right now. We are literally having these cameras and 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 telling people, wait, give us a second, let's listen to this Laker game real quick. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Okay, let's go back to shooting. Like yeah. that's. It's really, it's really important just in life in general. It doesn't matter what industry you're in to take those moments and really be like, whoa, I made it this far. Because it, it's a form of gratitude at the end of the day that, that sure. keeps you pushing forward. And you that know? Was, he's, like, he's like 58. Yeah, man. You're, very, you're wise beyond your yeah, years, you know what my I mean? friend. Thank you. I'm the kid on this show, and he's the I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> he's sorry. old grandma. <laughs> I'm sorry being 58 means I'm gratuitous. I'm yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You're just, you Is get it. You get yeah, it. sure. He gets it. That's no, why it works. It was it was cool. Like even with Workaholics it being like the first experience in Hollywood, it was such a dream job. Mm-hmm. Like that like when veteran actors like Daniel Stern would come on the set and you'd be like, You guys don't get it. Like this doesn't happen a lot mm-hmm. where you yeah. get to make a show with people you genuinely like love mm-hmm. and you're having fun on set and, and be in charge. Be in charge, making a product that people like and yeah. laugh, you know, watching. A timeless product. Too. Yeah. Now, is that the first thing? Okay, so I I would venture to say that 
when you left workaholics and you started doing other things, mm-hmm. that's when you really started to appreciate workaholics, exactly. right? When you're exactly. on another set. And you I mean, were it's like, just like Andy from The Office. He's like, I wish we could know when we're in the happy. You know what I'm talking about? He has yeah. this quote from The Office. It's like, I wish we were no. Or I wish we know we were in the happy times before we leave them, yeah, or, or in the good old days before we leave the good old days. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I think to what you were saying, you had that moment on that street with the Lakers game, and you're just like, oh, these are the good old days. This is dope. Like this it is the super, beginning of it. You know? Yeah. But then when you do go experience other things, and you're like, oh, not everything is like this. Where <laughs> it's like yeah. you feel like because sometimes you do stuff where you're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, so I don't yeah. know if it's gonna be that good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna eat as much crafty as I can. I'm going to take advantage of this. This is set. a snack I'm getting paid for. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. But it was like something we really believed in. And it was just like, yeah, it was awesome. And then hopefully, uh, you know, so let's let's uh, what give us uh, some inside scoop on the Workaholics movie. Right. I didn't even mention that. So Paramount Plus came to us and was like, hey, do you guys want to do a movie? And we were like, we weren't thinking about it. But, yeah, it seems like that could be a dope idea. So, yeah, we've we've been getting to work uh, writing the script. And it's more just about finding time in everybody's schedule where we can, like, hammer it down and, and, and film it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, can't you know, wait for that. Yeah. yeah, that'll be awesome. I'm hoping we get like everybody together, even like the old crew, like everybody. Yeah, really just, going back to that synergy. You know what I'm saying? And That's, if, if like anything, the first three season crew. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like Fun Kelly and all those people. Dude, everybody. Yeah. If we can just make it like make a really funny, great movie, but also just kind of make it like a cool family reunion on the side too, mm-hmm. that would be that would be Hit, really hitting cool. all. Parts of it, you know. Yeah, just to see everybody again, check back in. Yeah, it was good times. It's like that's great. Uh, You know, I think that I think that because of everything that we've done since then, I think we will always have a really great appreciation for that, and it's always a great memory. Mm -hmm. Which that's the thing I like about it because you don't always have something like that where you got this is one of the like you know for most people it's like the high school is the greatest time of my life you know that Mm -hmm. kind of thing this that was it that's how we feel about that yeah for Mm -hmm. sure you know for sure. The glory well, days. Yeah. Well, before we uh, finish up here, I have I have one would you rather. Okay, sure. That I feel. Uh-oh. Yeah. I don't know. I, it, I, asked, I asked some fans. I was like, all right, guys, give us your best would you rathers. And I uh, I, I picked three, but there's there's actually just one that I thought. I really spoke at. to you? Yeah. I was like, this is a very <laughs> interesting. Uh, it better be about Jonas Bros. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you rather? Elton Jonas. (laughs) All right. Would you rather? Okay. Would you rather spend a week in the forest or a night in a real haunted house? A week in the forest or a night in a real haunted house? Like, yeah. I Uh, feel like I'd. I'd, but I'd rather do forest. Weeks, I feel weeks like weeks a long time. It is a long time. Do you have supplies? Yeah. Like, what's what the, is, like? What's the deal? Like these? Would you rather? You have, they need more. <laughs> it's like, up to have interpretation. Have to you guys are digging for, too deep. Yeah, already. Do have to, well, that's what like, we do. Do we have to hunt for our own food? Is right. there a water no, supply? Everything is just an Airbnb well, I mean, situation. The same, the same yeah. theory though with the with the horror or with the haunted house. You'd be like, oh, is the bed gonna have sheets? No, because if it's a real water work, like if it's a real haunted house, is it like okay? So you're gonna be so it's like. Uh, is it the chance that you you have the chance to not survive because you, you have to run from ghosts all day? Like, yeah, are these like, like is there a murderer like yeah, a murdering is, ghost? Yeah, is this like is this, is this is a this, Blair is Witch like insidious? This is a bad would you rather? It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> no, I, I I mean the forest just seems like I mean would I ra- yeah the forest but I mean 
See, I can see the haunted house seems fun. I would I'd really like to do house. that. But you're alone. Really Remember, like you're alone in this scenario too. Okay. I, I feel like if I was alone, I'd want to be in the forest. If I was with people, I'd want to be in the haunted house. Well, here's the deal: the forest, you could actually die. The haunted house, go. Come on, ghosts aren't but real. A, a real haunted house. Though. Sure. So yeah, life. that's why it's a it's real-, real haunted house. But ghosts are still fake. Okay, let's do it differently then. Would you rather go through the? Would you rather be in like? Uh, a saw haunted house where you have to go through chained up and getting like my now we're talking a whole have, different yeah that's just you have to go through the whatever the saw things are uh-huh. to get out mm-hmm. or would you rather be in the in, in a forest, forest with, for with a week. nothing though and it's a forest that has like for bears and lions and you're there for a week like naked and afraid style. Yes, naked and afraid style. Exactly. Like bugs burrowing in my back and yes. stuff. Yes. Would you rather be on? Yes. Yeah, so probably real, probably a, forest. I'd still have a better yeah, chance. You have a better chance. The other one is like a serial killer that's like. Yeah, but you can get out if you follow the rules. Have you watched? <laughs> have you watched? Oh, you, Some no, of the rules are like, all right, you're going to have to get a key See, from the inside of your eye yeah, to get already like, a better conversation. <laughs> it's, this, I'm not trying to do anything sorry. Yeah, that is. All right. All right. Well. You are? <laughs> You're one of those guys who's like, don't worry, guys. I got I this. Got yes. you, you die right away. You know, I'm reading the thing. Let's follow the instructions, y'all. <laughs> Saw doesn't give instructions. They yes, give, like, does. riddles. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I, I'm good with riddles. Are you? Yeah. yeah. Well, get out of an escape room. <laughs> Yeah, Goes to one escape room once and yeah, thinks he's the saw master. I'm still in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, making it afraid though is like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Have you watched? Yeah, that. Yeah, oh can't. my gosh, I can't. It's I can, it's I can do that. It's a lot. They get so many bug bites. Yeah, the bug bites. <laughs> and that's no. the thing that no, doesn't. But the, want you. but the one I hear. But then you have to listen to the hear about like some people. It take them six months to recover from some of the stuff that happens to them. Yeah, mm. it's bad. They get yeah. like. So. Really bad diarrhea. Yeah. That never goes away. Never Eternal diarrhea. <laughs> it's Eternal. Indefinite, 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 indefinite explosive <laughs> diarrhea. Yeah. So would you rather have indefinite? Here it is. <laughs> I love it. I'll take that diarrhea. All right, listen. Baby. I think we did it. Yeah. Uh, right. Where are we at? We're at uh, one seven. I do it. Um, man. Um. Legit. You know. I. You know. I'm not just saying it for the podcast and all that. Okay. You know. I genuinely love you. Oh, Really one of my favorites. When I saw you at the we were in the pool together at the wedding, as soon as I saw him, I just like I was like, Oh, it's Blake. You yeah. know what I mean? That was like me when I was like, Oh, at the Jones Bros, like, Oh, it's Blake. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was like, we both have the love for the same Joe Bros. That's there we go. That's awesome. Man. It's all about Ugh. these human connections. You know, exactly. Oh Big arms Jonas, but dude, check him out. <laughs> we want to thank mm-hmm. uh Blake Anderson for coming yes, to the show. You Make coming, sure you check man. out uh, the teenage mm-hmm. t shirt or teenager. Or mm-hmm. teenager. Mm-hmm. Uh, check him out on the podcast with the other Workaholics boys. This is important. This is important. Mm-hmm. Which oh, the we... fans keep asking me, like, why don't they bring you on? This is important. Well, if you anybody know? gets sick, we'll sub you in. Oh, <laughs> we don't do guests. Yeah, cut to me. Like, I'm not a guest. You should make it like I'm a guest. What do you want to be? Featured extra? <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I was on <laughs> Workaholics. That's a good way to do it. That's a good way to present it. You want to be you know, not a guest? Featured extra? Like, right. put a little sprinkle on the Can I just Real <laughs> quick, title? though, I remember season one of Workaholics. I'm watching. It was only four episodes. So I would watch the show, and then, like, the camera would pan past where Montez is supposed to be sitting. Yeah. So I would be live tweeting. I'd be like, well, Montez at the dentist today. You know? <laughs> that's true. Which I just went back and watched. At one episode of the other cubicle, where can we find those? These were ones that oh, were yeah. we weren't in. It was like just Eric and Jet Set and Wayman and mm, Bill. Yeah, and Kevin wrote them and directed. Yeah, them. but you know what it was? Is because these clowns, 
would talk about things without like no sponsorship. Mm. They just love talking about it. So they talked about Choco Taco. <laughs> I love Choco Taco. So they talked about Choco Taco. Every single day at lunch, I would get a Choco Taco. But the Choco Taco people. That will never change. Choco Tacos are the The Choco Taco people, they heard about this and they were like, oh my God, can you can you guys do like a, so we did like these like commercials. Yeah. Basically we're like commercials and it was like me and you know, you know what I mean? So those yeah. the other cubicles were pretty funny. We couldn't have made the show without that. That was like the powerhouse. You guys were funneling all your money into our pockets. <laughs> yeah, so basically. thank you, man. Well, yeah, because I, cause we I appreciate I, it, Eric. It was thank like you. less money than a normal commercial. Like it was ridiculous. They were playing it during the show on TV. So I'm like, this is a commercial. I'm not getting commercial money for this. Yeah, but yeah. they're funny. Yeah, yeah, they're funny. Go yeah. check them out. Other cubicle. Well, what's that? Oh. Um, anyways. Uh, um, this is Eric Griffin, and I'm saying thank you to my good friend, Mr. Blake Anderson. Yes, thank you, thank you. Matthew Espinosa. This has been Jen to Jen. Thank you, everybody, yes. for watching and episode we, eight. Is it eight? Oh, wow. And yeah, we will see eight. you next week. Nice. Bye.